Go talk to Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, Couch of the Rube podcast, award-winning according to the Couch Broadcasting Industry, a CBI's award we all covet. He's standing by, first big game of the year uh, for Michigan State. It reminds me of the trip to Miami last year, which kind of set the tone and the scene for the rest of the season. How you doing, Graham? I'm doing well. Yeah, no, it, it is. I think it's there's a lot of similarities in terms of the opportunity, in terms of how this team will will feel about itself, and in and, and terms of how people will regard this team. Injuries. I think that's the first thing we got to get into. What's the status of Reed? Where are they at on the injury front? Because that's been the only negative about this team two games in. Yeah, you know, Mel Tucker is about as coy as it comes with injuries, and sometimes you can get somebody to give something away. They haven't said much with him now. Um, my, my my hunch is it'll play, but uh, that would be a big blow because when you look at uh, Peyton Thorne's um, some of the issues he's had in the, in the first two weeks, and you look at last week in particular, um, like he, he had nine off-target passes last week. And of those nine passes, five were uh, to Keon Coleman, two were to a freshman, Jeremy Bernard, zero to um, Jaden Reed, which, which can, you, know, you can deduct and, and basically say that Jaden Reed is in the right place when the ball gets released, and so hence the ball's on target. And I think if, you know, they got some nice young players at the receiver position, but to have a guy that you have that connection with in a big game that you trust to be in the right place and to make the plays is no small thing. What do you like about this team? Because, you know, I think Michigan and Michigan State, it's tough to get a true gauge. Uh, Western was okay. Uh, Akron was horrible. Um, What do you take from the first two for Michigan State that tells you uh, this will help them have a shot at winning out west against the Huskies. Well, I, I do think that Jacoby Winman, the you know, defensive end transfer from UNLV, is is the real deal. Um, and that having a you know, and I think they've got they're much improved with the pass rush on the edge, especially, and having that sort of guy, that sort of threat, and what that does to change the rest of the defense, and when when offenses are now concerned in game planning for one guy, I think that's good. That is something you can take out of it. I think there's really promising things with the two running backs, uh, Broussard and Berger, and um, I think those guys both look good and will look good all year. The question becomes, what does that offensive line look like against you know formidable competition? And you know, can Peyton Thorne uh, and, and get it, uh, you know, get get a groove going here? And I, and I think he will. I think in, in, in some ways, I think it'll help that they're going into a game where, you know, you're not trying to, to win with style points. You're not trying to get people involved. You're not trying to show or try new things. You're just trying to win. You're trying to take what's there. And if you win, you've played well. I mean, that's the only barometer when you're playing a game like this. So I think that actually in some ways helps. Um, but, yeah, there's no doubt. You find a lot out a lot more about what's real and what's not when you play a game like this. And um, it's time for them to play a game like this. Graham Couch, Couch in the Rue podcast, Lansing State Journal opinion maker, great Twitter feed. Uh, When you look at the Big Ten a couple games in, I'm trying to figure out gauge games. You had Notre Dame, Ohio State. That seemed bigger than life. And Notre Dame for three quarters was there. And then we watched Notre Dame turn around and lose to Marshall out of the Sun Belt. 
You have Michigan, who's looked good, but again, it's, you know, Hawaii. Michigan may be doing the trifecta on Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn, the three worst teams in D1 football to open the season. It, it's too bad, too, because it, it, somebody described it to me, and I thought this was good. It's, it's sort of like a wasted game day this yes. at Michigan Stadium. You only get so many of these, and I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I, you know, I have a real problem with anybody playing eight home games in college football, and I know Ohio State's doing the same thing. And Ohio State at least did play Notre Dame, but you, you know the years you're going to have five conference home games. And in those games, you should be on the road in the non-conference. In those years, I should say. And I, I don't, I don't get it. It just, it, it's like, I mean, we're waiting to see. I think this Michigan team is really good. We're just not going to get to see them play anything that's at all interesting um, in the non-conference. The good news is, with the multiple TV networks pulling over seven billion to pay the Big Ten, you're not going to get three dog games like this again on your schedule. Uh, you're going to get one if you're lucky. Uh, you're going to get an added conference game. There's going to be an interconference game with these networks having multiple conferences they work with. There's no reason uh, for Michigan to play these three week of opponents. I, I again, you know, if you're a young team and you're playing all young guys, because th- this is as close to NFL preseason as you'll ever see that I witnessed in the first two games for Michigan and that we should witness on Saturday at the big house against UConn. Yeah, I mean, they do it again next year, although next year at least they've got the five road conference games, so it's only seven home games, but still their non-conference schedule is abysmal. It's, it's, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't, it, I don't remember it being this bad. I know they're not a team that's traveled a lot in the non-conference, um, and I do think once you get to a 12-team playoff, certainly, and you know, there's not as much pressure on these, these early games, but you know, I would love the committee to, to, to send a message, and even in the, you know, and I don't know if it'll it'll ever happen. That's brought up in November, and it's brought up as they do these playoff rankings, and and they sort of make a point about it. And you know, you want to reward a team like Alabama that went on the road in a true road game at Texas to open the year. Like that is, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand the value of it. I don't understand what you get out of it for your players. You certainly, you know, it, it, you rip off your fans who are paying good money for those seats and wait all year for football season. I get the one home opener that's not great uh to me by week two you ought to have something that's a little little tougher and and certainly by week three well the problem is not not if you're the playoff committee you're not going to look at these first three games because you're going to judge what michigan does against penn state uh and well iowa doesn't look (laughs) they have great defense again but you saw what michigan did to their uh defense last year in the big 10 championship game and i think penn state is under the radar, look pretty good on the road at Purdue. Uh, you get Michigan State, we'll find out. They go win at Washington, they're going to think they can win every game on their schedule this year. I'm serious. They get Ohio State at home, and we know he's 2-0, he being Mel Tucker against Michigan. That, that Miami gave them confidence, and that's why I look at this Michigan State at Washington game, and I'm trying to figure out those three games, how you didn't buy out one of them and just add a tough one Maybe in the middle, so then you have a recovery game that that game two instead of Hawaii on the Big Ten Network would have been somebody worth a darn. Yeah, because there's value in it. You know, you, you, you said the word confidence. And Cal Halliday, the linebacker for Michigan State, said it today. I mean, that Miami game gave them confidence. It changed yep. the way that program felt about itself. You know, and it, it, 
the, the preparation that went into playing in that 90 degree heat and the traveling there and the um, you know you know the the months of the right fluids and the right diets and 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 to be the better team in the fourth quarter in that environment they left there thinking the world of themselves and it, and it carried over if you look at sort of the peak of last year's MSU season you know that game there and the the, the win over Rutgers and uh, all the way through the, the you know parts of the Michigan game really when they were at full strength with with Jalen Naylor and Reed and, and Kenneth Walker I mean that that team realized it could be good and that happened in Miami and and you get you know you you face adversity and you find out about yourself and it's sometimes better to do that before you face conference play. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast. Search for it wherever you download your podcast, Lansing State Journal, Opinion Maker. Uh, your thoughts on that game, your prediction Saturday before I let you go. Michigan State at Washington. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to see because Washington hasn't played anybody great either. But, you know, new coach um, who's an offensive-minded guy who's faced Michigan State before. He's been a lot of places. He's faced Scotty Hazleton before in different leagues. And uh, you have a quarterback they're somewhat familiar with in Michael Penix. I think it's a much improved Washington team, Washington program, re- reinvigorated, tough game. Um, and so we're going to find out if Michigan State has a lot of the things they have in them. They're underdogs, three and a half points. I, right now I'm probably leaning towards picking Washington slightly just because I've seen, you know, I, I've been to a number of these games out west for Michigan State over time, and they haven't they haven't really won any of them other than the, uh, the Rose Bowl. And, and uh, so the question is, is what Mel Tucker brings different. And to some extent it has been, uh, but, but we're going to see for real here. And the 7.30 start, which is 4.30 out there, is better than playing you know, at 3.30 or even you know, earlier in the afternoon. So uh, it'll be interesting. It's the first test game uh, for Michigan State, and I'm curious to see what we get, just like I was going into that Miami game a year ago. Graham Couch, thank you so much for your time. Anytime.